You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 38, and this one is a special one because it is the final episode in the Leadership Acronym Series. It's been an amazing journey we've been on, and we hope, especially today, that you enjoy this final episode. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome yet again to the Leaders of the Future podcast. My name is Joel Bagnell. I am from Lift Leaders and Bombshell. That's just about to be called Axe Generations, but maybe that's for another discussion. And I am joined by my very wise, and in Danish we would say, fanufti friend, uh, Julian from the 19 Project. Hello, Julian. Good day to you, sir. Hey, Joel. I don't know if I want to be in the nufti. (laughs) Fanufti. 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 Yeah, that, wow. just means, that just means sensible. Ah, well, yeah, that is probably me, yes. So you do want to be for Nufti. Some, some might call it boring. Nah, but that's, come on, mate. That's, um, I'm okay with that. It's who I am. It's my person. It's, you know, I've, it's taken me 50 years to be comfortable in the skin I've got, so. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> Those close to you know what a, uh, a wild, wild, wild unruly man you are. Wild and fanufty. Wild and fanufty. Wild and sensible. Okay. <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a momentous occasion, Julian. Yep. It is momentous, and uh, I think it's about time that I sound the ham horn. <laughs> but we have officially come to the end of the leaders' acronym, the leadership acronym wow. do you even remember how long ago it was that we started this julian it, it's like a lifetime ago isn't it does this mean we don't have to talk anymore <laughs> <laughs> we're done that's tempting, it tempting invitation that one <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna pick another word yeah let's we're gonna pick again. another word yeah let's pick a shorter oh, one like I'm, like god <laughs> absolutely amazing 30 something episodes talking about the word leader who who knew it could be done for that who knew? for that long yeah well done well, yeah. well done joel thank you well done my partner in crime julian yes. and we're, we're coming to the end of the last letter which is r and that stands for uh taking responsibility and last episode we talked about uh blame versus credit and to be fair just to kind of really naturally, uh, you know, round up or pack up this series, we should talk about, uh, well, we should go through all the letters again and just do a quick a quick recap of this wondrous journey that is known as the leadership acronym. We should. That would be a good way to take responsibility for the closing episode. Yes, it would. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes, it would be quite a great way to take responsibility. You should see him. He's dancing. <laughs> He's dancing. Uh, it's a happy day, isn't it? It is a happy day. But, the, you know, we are equally as excited about uh, a new series, potential new series, but we're not going to get distracted there. We're going we're gonna to take a great reflective look over the 30-something, uh, I guess it's 30, 33 episodes or something like that. Yes. Uh, interspersed yeah. with some interviews with yes. some friends yeah so no it's been it's been a great journey and i hope for those who've listened throughout or if you haven't you need to go back to the beginning and and start there um, that you've been able to glean something from all that we've shared yes gleaning is very 
a very good idea. Can you explain to the foreigners what the word glean might mean? The word glean would mean that you can take something away, that you can, um, that you've been able to learn something and hopefully put some stuff into practice. Yes, glean. It, it rhymes with clean, but very different word. Yes, it is. Yeah. So if um, if we just have a quick uh, recap over um, the acronym. Uh, starting from the beginning. Well, actually, let's take it right back. Why did we start this? What was the point um, of jumping into? Do you remember, Julia? This is. I know. I know you consider yourself geriatric, but uh, can your memory take you back as far as the reason why? What was the point? Isn't that, that's like an existential question, isn't it? Yes. What was the point? What is why? the point? Why, why are we here? here? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought it was because we didn't have anything else to do at the time and thought, hey, what the heck, let's start a podcast. And here we are, nearly a year later, still going. But probably more importantly, it was about helping to raise and resource young leaders across Europe. Yes. Just, I guess, share some thoughts along the way. And uh, we, we picked up on this leader acronym because it's the book you want to write, Joel. <laughs> and now you've got 30 episodes of content that you need to... Thank you. Put put together. Yes. And, um, you know, when's that coming out? That's the question. That when's that coming out? Know. Well, let's get the ham horn out again because I've got an exciting announcement. It's uh, it's next week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe next week in 12 months' time. Who knows? Yes, so of, of course, our agenda is clear. Um, I remember that specifically we dove into this because we were finding it hard to – help people measure what leadership is, yes. what a good me- leadership measurements. And really at the heart of taking responsibility is also keeping yourself accountable and without being too hard on yourself, making some form of evaluation on uh, your own personal leadership and and how you're doing. And uh, let's, let's take a quick overview. So the word leader is six letters. And the first well letter done. is thank well you. <laughs> tick, tick. Uh, the first one is love. A leader loves, loves God, loves people, loves the church. Um, and that was what L standard for. E was example. And example is very, very important in leadership because otherwise, I mean, there's some, I, won't, I, won't, I won't get tempted to dig into them because we've spent 30 episodes, but <laughs> you'll just be a spokesperson unless you're backing up what you do with an example. A is for active growth, you know, self-leadership and taking responsibility uh, for the internal part. Uh, Actively growing leaders always grow or they are in leadership because they're prepared to grow themselves first. D uh, stands for discipleship or making disciples. And uh, that's also where it crosses over from the internal working into the external working, the action of the leader. And then E was for expanding capabilities. So understanding your strengths, understanding your weaknesses, exploiting your strengths and working on your weaknesses. And that brings us to R, the letter R, which is taking responsibility. Mm. And uh, our big question for you today is, uh, will you take responsibility for what you have learned well done. That was very well done to go through each letter. I think in the past, whenever I've tried to do that, I get them all in the wrong order and end up spelling leader in some weird and wonderful way. 
Leida. Leida. Yeah. But no, I th- I've, I've loved the journey. I've just loved kind of taking our time um, to help people understand those different measures. And for some people, I guess they would hear those and go, well, that, that's all pretty obvious. Of course, they're the things that make us a great leader. But you're right in asking the question, you know, what, what, what do I do with that? That I've heard these things that I've picked up some stuff because otherwise it's like reading a book or listening to a podcast as this is, or, you know, hearing someone at a conference and making loads of notes and then do nothing with them. Mm. So I, I, my hope, and I know your hope would be that if people have listened, that actually they can reflect themselves and go, do you know what, because of what I've heard, because of what I've put into practice, because of what I've heard, I actually feel like I've improved in my leadership. Um, and it would be great to hear from anyone who who listens to this podcast. Wouldn't Are there it any just... listeners out there? It would be great to hear from some of you um, what your thoughts are about these six um, letters and the phrases that we've put with them and, and mm. how they've impacted you. That would be amazing. Please message us uh, <laughs> via our social media. I sound like I'm pleading. Please message us. Via uh, with, without sounding too desperate, of course. <laughs> Yeah, I could make up that, you know, actually John from, you know, Glasgow did get in touch, but I'm not going to do that. Glasgow? Never been there before. Because he didn't. If you He didn't. <laughs> if you're listening, John, and you're out there, please please invite us to Glasgow when we can. Uh, <laughs> we want to hear from you. Yeah. So, so let me ask the question then. This is always my killer question that I've asked a few times along the way. I'm a young leader. I'm listening to this Leaders of the Future podcast. I'm Are actually quite leader? enjoying it. And... But now I'm asking the question, what, so what should I do now? What do I do? You've told me about these six things that I'm supposed yep. to be doing. Yeah. What, what happens next? Yeah. That is, that is the, that is the next existential question. Now that's actually not existential. That's a very practical uh, question. Well, um, there's a few, there's a few things to do and to summarize all of that into one heading that would be to take action. You need to make a plan. Um because, you know, it could be easy to go back and listen to all of these things or make a philosophical position uh, on what you think about these things. But at the end of the day, the heart of it is to bring some practical measurement points and some working points for young leaders and uh, to to make a plan. Now, when uh, when I've done this as a, as a workshop at churches and youth groups and whatnot before, and uh, if you need to pause the episode and go get a piece of paper and a pen, you can do that right now. But I've asked people to draw six squares, six boxes uh, in front of them and write the, the initials of leader, L-E-A-D-E-R, across the top. And then without thinking about it too much, uh, he's nodding. Yeah, he got that spelling right again. Well done, John. <laughs> um, without thinking too much or pausing too long to evaluate, if you had to give yourself a score out of one to ten, you know, one being the lowest, ten being the highest, on how you thought you were doing or how you feel you were succeeding as a leader in your love, in your example, in your active growth, in your discipleship, in your uh, expanding capabilities and in taking responsibility. Score yourself out of 10 in each one of those boxes and then pick the box where you 
have scored the lowest. And of course, this is all subjective and, you know, you could, you could debate over or ask people for input, but this is, this is about introspectively looking for yourself to, to take the first step of action. And for example, if you feel you're scoring the lowest in D, why don't you find someone that you know and that you admire who is strong in discipleship and uh, invite them for a conversation, talk to them, get feedback, get input input from them. But also a good key would be to help them make a plan with you and keep you accountable for developing in that area. That's an extremely good plan for people to do. And like you say, it is subjective and I don't think it matters whether you score yourself a three or a seven, but that's not the point whatever measure you're using or who you're looking at and saying, well, they're an eight out of 10, so I'm not like them. I'm only a three or a four is irrelevant. The, the question is, how are you going to, how are you going to improve? What are you going to do and who can help you get there? That's kind of what you're asking. Mm. And I love that. It's a great, I use that tool quite a lot in a coach, in coaching calls with people because it's, because it's their own personal viewpoint that matters. It's not, always my viewpoint that matters even though in my head if they're telling me they're an eight out of ten and i know them my head might be screaming at me no they're not (laughs) um it's actually not it's not relevant and it's not helpful for me to go no you're not because that that will defeat them Mm. the point is wherever you wherever you measure yourself the question to ask is okay so how can i improve how can I become a leader who leads from a position of love and do that even better than I've done it before? Mm. You know, that's that that's the question to ask. So mm. I love that. It's so simple and everybody can do it as well. Mm. Simple is good. And yes. the, yeah, the key, uh, I love what Patrick Lencioni, who happens to be one of my favorite authors and leadership thinkers, he talks often about the myth of sophistication he runs into that problem in big organizations, Fortune 500 companies all the time. He'll sit with CEOs and leaders and unpack some principles of, of their work and what they're seeing helps in organizations. And, and, and quickly he discovers that these, you know, people with big university degrees and, you know, the high positions, you know, they ask, is it that simple? Can the solution really be that simple? I think it has to be more sophisticated than that. And often that is a myth. This is an encouragement I'm uh, trying to, to to bring young leaders out there. You know, leadership is is difficult and it is complicated, but it is not unnecessarily sophisticated. And often the simple the solutions are simple and they're the best ones. So don't overcomplicate your answer and don't don't overcomplicate the action plan as well and you know, throwing your whole life and your whole routine into the bin, you know, just start with one, find with someone who can help you uh, connect over or connect to ways to improve in this one area and get them to keep you accountable. Nice and simple. And then, you know what, if you're mega diligent and you succeed in that and disciplined in that, well then work your way through the other letters. And that would be, that would be a very good way uh, to really help with your, your leadership. Yeah, when you say that stuff, it, it it makes me reflect on a message I heard recently from my pastor, and he taught he was talking about itty enemies of our future, and that's I T Y, so words that end in I T Y. And one of them he picked was complexity. Mm. That actually complexity steals our future. 
because we think it's more difficult than it probably is. And the the, the KISS principle of keep it simple, stupid, mm. um, is a, a, another great acronym for us to kind of grab a hold of. And that's why I like what you're asking people to do here, because it is, it's so simple. How am I doing on this? Come on, let's be honest with myself. No one else is going to see it. But who can I get in my world who can help me improve? Mm. That is not complicated. Mm. Don't overthink it. Just, you know, that that that's not a difficult thing to do. <laughs> oh, I just feel like I've told people off and I don't even, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, It's really dude, not that difficult. Come on. You're getting on fire. This is good. Just get onto that and do it and tell us how it's worked for you. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly. But before before we uh, we wrap it up, Julian, do you have any favorite moments, or uh, if there's one takeaway? And, and this is also wow. we would love to hear your testimonies. Please share with us the bits uh, from this series that have impacted you the most, because that that'll help us to know what to uh, keep going with. And uh, you know, as Joel here one day gets around to writing his book, it'd be good to uh, to know uh, what is succeeding. I know you enjoy it when I say something that I shouldn't have said. So the repeated one of, if you're a consistently bad communicator, you will not survive as a leader. You enjoyed, <laughs> you enjoyed that. You replayed it in a subsequent episode. I did. Um, I don't think you're going to survive. You're not going to make it, no. Yeah, I don't think um, you're going to make it. <laughs> so no doubt I've said other stuff that people have probably gone, what? You can't say that. Um, so, you know, there's too many episodes to to, um, to, to choose from, isn't there? I, I do think in the context of the of the letters, we, we probably didn't spend enough time talking about love in the same way we did with other letters. But then we were right at the beginning and... I mean, maybe we did three episodes there, whereas others it's been four or five. And so maybe that's something to, to go back to. But I do remember saying in there that um, that when it comes to love, that that aspect, that the essence of love in action is service. And mm. it, the from a book that I'd read, Serve to Lead, it says mm. that everyone can lead because everyone can serve. I remember that. And so, you know, that's if you're brilliant. coming... If you want to be a leader who leads from a position of love, then ultimately you've got to be a leader who is willing to serve those mm. that you're leading. And ultimately what that book is saying is anyone can do that mm. because anyone can serve. Yeah. So I'll, I'll throw that in again. Thank you. Yes. Uh, that actually too was a bit of a uh, an eye-opener for me. Put words on something that I've felt for a, a long time, but probably didn't know how to express. But it's it is funny. You're right. If you people go back right to the beginning and listen, it's almost like they'll hear this shock in our voices of "Wow, this is such a big topic." I think we said it so many times. Oh, there's so much in this, and you know, we could say so much more. And uh, we've tried to get better at unpacking and making these things concise. That uh, that that would be a funny listen. Maybe we do need to go back over the, you know, the love of leadership or something like that. But for me, yeah, it's impossible right now without going back and listening to all the episodes to pick a favorite. But some things that stuck, stuck out to me was the Jahari window. Uh, that was a good a good moment. I have used that since in some preaching and, and, and teaching. Uh, but uh, something that stood out to me at the time of when we recorded was when you shared uh, – a line or a title of a book which you've you've read and you've also used 
as a, a mindset and a perspective in that book was what got you here won't get you there. Mm. And that is a that is a serious wake-up call to leaders of at any any stage. Uh, if you're learning leadership for the first time and you've lived life a certain way, well, you have to remember that you can't keep living life that same way and expect to develop into a leader at all. But then for a leader who's been, you know, uh, if a leader is listening who's been a leader for 30 years, uh, they also need to take stock and think, okay, well, maybe what got me here won't get me there. Sure, the fundamentals probably will. But you always need to change. You always need to learn. You always need to grow. You always need to challenge yourself. And that is really um, very important for sustainability and growth in leadership. Yeah, and we've tried, obviously, this year, we've made this year the year of the book. So along the way, we've tried to throw out some recommendations. Mm. Um, again, just to add uh, layers to the resource that we want to want you to get a hold of in your hands and, and then point you in different directions. So um, yeah, there's, there is so much more. I know we've taken 33 episodes, maybe something like that to talk about it, but we probably could have taken a, way more than that. And no doubt we'll come back to some of the topics again, Yeah. um, because they are, they're interlinked and the aspect of leadership growth and development and just wanting to improve these things never go away. It's mm. not like, oh, well, I've listened to those episodes now. So therefore I've got it. Mm. Um, <laughs> the moment you start saying that is the moment you then mess up and go, oh, duh, no, I haven't. So, you know, watch watch for that. Uh, but I have got a book I would recommend. If Bring you it on. Joel, come on. Um, and um, one of the things that I would, yeah, so it's the book called, sorry, I, I got distracted then. I was going to share a quote from it, but um, anyway. It's called Favour with Kings, and it's by a guy called Caleb Anderson, and the tagline is God's purpose, your passion, and the process of doing great things. Ooh. And actually, it is a it is a great little book to read with lots of practical um, stuff in it. So it's not um, it's not just kind of like an exposition mm. by looking at some biblical examples in how we can kind of find favor with God on our side and go, well, God's with us, so therefore we've got favor. There's a lot of practical stuff in that, and it kind of asks you to do stuff along along the way. So uh, I'm just looking at some of my notes here. You know, one of the first actions it asks you to do is write down the dream you have for your life, but afraid to talk about out loud. So in other words, if we're taking these six letters of leader and we think about where we are and then think about where we want to be or mm. who we'd like to be in the future, mm. That's not always something that we would verbalize to others because they might dismiss it or go, well, you're joking, aren't you? You'll never do that. Um, what he's saying is don't do that. Write it down. And then, you know, it's about you and God and that relationship you have with God and him helping you take those steps into it. So I, I love it. Be I loved it because of the action aspects of it. It was a practical book and, and that kind of stuff. So that would be my recommendation. It's a great recommendation. Good, a good recommendation to uh, finish off the series with as well. Uh, when it comes to things I've been reading, uh, like a lot of pastors in Europe at the moment, I've really been diving down an NT Wright <laughs> rabbit hole and uh, read God and the Pandemic, which was brilliant, a short but brilliant read. I'm in the middle of reading Surprised by Hope, uh, which is a which is an iconic book now. 
But uh, when it comes to a book that would be really helpful, a book that has been foundational for me in my leadership development was 360 Degree Leader by John Maxwell. You know, how to lead when you're not in charge. Mm. And um, yeah, that would, learning how to lead up to the leaders above you, lead down to the leaders uh, below you and relying on you. Uh, but also, how do I lead to those beside me? How do I lead in a 360-degree manner? So, uh, very, very good reading as well to really get to the core of what are the what are really the habits and the and the things you need to consider. Even if you don't see yourself as a leader, there is always an opportunity to grow in leadership. So, that's my that's my recommendation. So. But should we should we sign off on this series, Julian? And how do you want to sign off? What do you want us to do? I don't know. I'm just, if, <laughs> if I think about it too too long, I'll get all emotional, and that'll be embarrassing. Yeah, don't don't cry because <laughs> don't cry this topic for will be me, done. Juliana. We'll just turn the page and we'll get into another topic. <laughs> so there's uh, there's still there's still more to come. That's for sure. But you know um, what? A fitting way. I'm just thinking a fitting way to end this is to end with a prayer. Go on then. All right. God, thank you so much for this, this journey. And thank you that everyone who's listening or whoever will listen to this, God, you've, you've got a great plan for their life. And that plan is to be involved in your greater purpose. And I pray that with all of these practical things will come not just inspiration, not just an equipping, but God, a supernatural empowering for them to take up with courage the calling to recognize their own gifts in their life and to make a difference in the world around them, God, and for your kingdom and for your glory. So God, I pray that this would uh, be life. God, it would be uh, such a tool to help people uh, operate in the calling and purpose that you've given them, Lord. Bless them, I pray. God, may their work be fruitful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope that it brings you some fresh inspiration on your leadership journey. And if you're loving this content and you don't want to miss any upcoming episode, why don't you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on, but also make sure you stay up to date with the latest in what's happening with The 19 Project and Lift Leaders. You can do this via our social media platforms or head to liftleaders.com or the19project.com. We'll see you next time.